The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. Gives you more speed and control over the process. You can now disclose, lock, and manage your loan seamlessly from start to finish, all in one place. It's another reason why greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Anyone feels ups and downs in their career, regardless of what industry you're in, but is it time to move on or is it time to put your head down and plow through? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Mike Savino, head of multimedia for the Mortgage News Network. Once again, I'm joined by friend of the pod and RCN chief marketing officer, Erica LaCentra. Erica, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. So this was your topic for your latest uh, column in NMP Mag. Uh, Talk to me about um, just in general, this issue of sort of feeling ruts and when to move on and, and why you focus on that for this column. Yeah, absolutely. So I really focused on this topic in December because obviously going into the new year, a lot of people you know, make resolutions and think maybe this is the time for me to consider a career change. Um, and I do think it's an important topic to discuss because you know a lot of employees may feel dissatisfied with their employer or where they are in their career. And it's important to really know the difference between is it that right time to find something new to be able to, you know, uh, pursue other interests within your career or elevate your career? Or is it just kind of a matter of being able to talk with the folks um, within your organization and, you know, make sure that your role is, you know, where you want it to be within the organization. So regardless, it's nice to be able to look at where you are within your career, within your position and kind of figure out where you want to be too. And we can certainly look into some of the specifics that you laid out in the piece about when to know it's the right time. But I guess just more broadly first, what should people keep in mind about moving around? I mean, is there a point where you move around too much every time I'm unhappy, I'm just going to get a new job and feel like that will solve it? Is there a point where you're doing that too much and it can become detrimental? So I think it really comes down to, you know, what are you trying to accomplish with those moves? Maybe it's taking on greater responsibilities, moving into a role that really provides you more opportunities, you know, increasing your salary, that sort of thing. So, I mean, if it has a specific purpose that you're trying to accomplish while you're elevating your career, it's definitely important to be able to, you know, take those steps and make those moves. If it's something where, you know, the slightest inconvenience in your job is causing you to move rather than, you know, addressing those issues, it is possible to kind of get that reputation, especially if you're staying within that industry. So that's something to keep in mind. So there's no magic number of, okay, I've been in this role two years. It's time to move on because that looks good. I've shown stability. It's more of, as you said, painting a picture of who you are in your career. And if there are opportunities, most employers will look at and go, okay, it's a little fast, but you had an opportunity. Definitely. And I mean, being able to explain 
you know, why you did what you did as you're presenting a resume to a future employer. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, like I said, whether it's for opportunities, for money, you know, you can have your own reasoning, but as long as you're able to justify that, I don't think there's a magic number of, you know, I move careers every two years, five years, and that's going to look poorly on my resume. And how do you know now is the time? I mean, a job is always stressful when you care about it. But how do you know now is the time to move on? Maybe I'm unhappy uh, with my situation or I look around. I've, I've been in jobs where I look around and realize there's nowhere else to go here because the people who are here aren't going anywhere who are above me. How do you how do you know now is the time to make a move? And I think, you know, you hit the nail on the head. Like if there's no more opportunities for you to grow within your career, within your profession in an organization, I think that's really the point where you should be looking and saying, okay, what other opportunities should I be looking at? I think too, you know, like I mentioned, if you're having issues within your job role or within your organization, if you're having an open dialogue with your employer and saying, you know, I want to take on more, I want to be more involved, I want to elevate my career to the next level, and they're not presenting you with those opportunities once you voice that, I think that's another time when you should be looking for other opportunities outside of your current employer too. Yeah, and I was going to ask, you know, the opposite of how do I how do I first maybe figure out if I can carve out that role for me? It's going to your supervisor or going to people and saying, I want more of a role or I don't get along with somebody. Is there something we can do? Is that sort of maybe the first step you should take? Oh, absolutely. And I think it's very important to have that open dialogue with your employer because I know a lot of folks that maybe leave a current role and they've never expressed dissatisfaction. And it really comes as a surprise to the organization where, you know, if you're up front, you may be able to get that next opportunity, that salary bump, whatever you're looking for, without taking on the added stress of, you know, finding an entirely different job role. A lot of times those opportunities exist within the organization you're in, as long as you're willing to speak up. And I mean, most employers are not going to fault you for saying, I want to do more. I want to get more involved. I want to elevate myself within this organization. And you might be surprised how creative your employer can be in keeping you if they really value you. Exactly. And I mean, I think it, it, looks better on your part to going that route rather than getting another job offer and saying, I, I, here's an ultimatum type of thing, you know? Um, so I think using the appropriate channels is definitely important, but if they can't offer you what you're looking for, then definitely move on. Don't miss the largest regional mortgage show in the nation. The New England Mortgage Expo returns to Mohegan Sun in Connecticut, January 12th and 13th. See us at www.nemortgageexpo.com. Start your year with the best connections in the industry. Dozens of sessions, scores of exhibitors. It's where success is written every hour. www.nemortgageexpo.com. And how do you go about that search? Um, you know, as you're going through your career, you feel like I've I've reached you know the ceiling where I am. Is that when you start looking, or you know we've talked before about networking? Should you always be networking because you you know as much as you want to find an opportunity where you are, you also never know what opportunity could be out there somewhere else. Absolutely, and I think it's just important to have strong networking skills, regardless, as we've discussed before, because you really don't know what opportunity might come your way, even if you're not looking. Um, obviously, if you are really set on moving along, definitely update your resume, reach out to any contacts within the industry um, that may have a role for you that you feel would be suitable. But I definitely think it's important to just kind of put that out there and connect yourself with people that may be able to help you in the future, too. Do you think the current state of the industry has any impact on how people do these evaluations, whether it's 
um, you know, stressed in general about what's going on. I'm looking around and there's, you know, we've already done one round of layoffs and I'm worried if I'm next. Do, do those kinds of things sometimes factor into people's evaluations of their oh, own career? Yeah. I mean, absolutely. And especially with the state of the industry right now where, you know, people are downsizing, they're doing layoffs. Um, I definitely think that can factor into a person's decision to say, hey, I'm going to brush off my resume and start putting out feelers just in case. Um, but that that's never a bad thing to do, obviously. Um, but I do think, you know, it really depends on where you feel like you're in your career. And like I said, what goals you want to be able to accomplish too, if, if it's not kind of an immediate situation that needs to be resolved. And for people on the extreme end of this who get, who are like, you know what, this isn't for me. I've given this a try. Maybe it's something else within the mortgage industry. Maybe I take my skills to a, a different industry. What, what should you be thinking about before you get to that point and maybe make a career move that you regret? Um, like I said, I think it just comes down to exhausting all of your options before taking that next step. Be Like I said, be open and honest with your current employer of where you currently are. See if there's anything that they can do to help you, you know, feel better within your current position. Um, if that's not possible and you start looking in opportunities within the industry and you're really not finding anything that's bringing you happiness, that's when you can really start looking outside. And again, tap into your network. You never know how those people might be connected to, whether it's in your industry or another industry. Like you never know what opportunities are out there. Yeah. And, and also if you're looking to make a move, they might be like, hey, you have some skills that would be good maybe in another form of finance. And I know somebody who's looking for that. So definitely. And I think the biggest thing too, is just doing it in a way where you're not leaving a bad taste in other people's mouths. Like you want to make sure that, you know, this, this reputation that you build up with your current employer and within the industry, you want to maintain that you want to leave in a way that's, you know, respectful to your employer, unless something terrible's happened. Um, but that's something to keep in mind too, where a lot of people are like, wow, screw this job. I'm done with it. It will never <laughs> affect me again. But yeah. you really can't think that way. You have to think long-term. It can always feel good to think that yeah. that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> but yeah, you always have to, you always have, anytime I've left a place, I've always left it thinking, I never know where I'm, I may have to come back here, even exactly. if I don't want to. You never know. And like, even just leaving the door open with your employer and giving something else a try, you may have the ability to go back if they still need that role filled. So something to keep in mind too. And um, I'll wrap it up on this, but people who are getting in the industry, particularly in mortgage, people don't necessarily understand how the mortgage industry works. And they might think, I'm good with people. I'm good with sales. I have this idea of how the industry works. I'm going to come in and I'm going to light the world on fire <laughs> and my career is going to take off and I'm going to show everyone how it's done. Obviously, they might be doing for, for a wake-up call, but as they're thinking about making career moves, what should they keep in mind where, yeah, you don't want to tell them necessarily, this is how it is. You have to wait your turn just like everyone else. But to some degree, you do. What, what kind of advice would you give to a younger person about career changes and, and bouncing around? So I think it's one of those things that anytime you're going into a new organization or a new role, like you really have to think about you know, they have their own processes, their own procedures, the way things work within that organization. So even if you're top notch person coming from another organization, there is going to be that learning curve. And also you need to take time to make sure that you're adjusting and fitting in with the company and the company culture too. Like, I think that's so important to note where, you know, you can be the top salesperson, but if you don't want to change your methods um, to fit in with the organization, you're going to face problems. 
Yeah, it's funny. You always hear stories of chefs who go to another part of the country and they're great where they are. And then they think, I'm going to go you know, to the middle of the country and I'm going to show them what pizza really is. And then it fails because this, they're like, that's not how we do pizza in St. Louis or something. So you always have to keep in mind, you might have great ideas, but you still need to fit in where you are. Exactly. I think it's that balance of, you know, coming in and making sure that you're adapting to your environment while also adding value within the role that, you, that you've been hired for. Absolutely. Great advice. Erica, thanks for joining me. Thank you. We'll be right back with the rest of your headlines. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO and Power Plus, their next generation broker portal. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to sign up. PennyMac TPO is a division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender, NMLS ID number 35953, licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. Welcome back. Here's your headlines for today, December 15th. As I'm sure you've heard by now, the Federal Reserve raised the federal funds rate by another 50 basis points Wednesday. That's smaller than the 75-point hike approved at the last several meetings. And mortgage experts say that they expected this hike, so it doesn't really change their outlook for 2023. In fact, many say the predictability of this decision could help stabilize the market and lead to rates continuing to come down. In other news, Republicans will control the U.S. House next month, and they're sending a message that they want to change how the CFPB operates. Republicans told CFPB Director Rohit Chopra during a congressional hearing Wednesday that they think his agency has overstepped its statutory power. They also want more transparency. Chopra defended his agency's actions, saying that the Bureau needs to take a more holistic approach when regulating the financial industry. And finally, mortgage company Academy Mortgage Corporation has agreed to pay $38.5 million to settle claims that it violated the False Claims Act. The Utah-based company is accused of improperly originating and underwriting mortgages insured by the FHA between 2008 and 2013. A former underwriter says that the government paid insurance claims on loans fraudulently written by Academy. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Cotamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygaze. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.